there's a lot of really unique and specific things that make the Feminine Edge Collective special. One of those things is a monthly Bible study. My faith and understanding that this is how we were made by God and understanding our body and our biology as his creation is very important to me. But just like the Living in Sync podcast, the, in the Feminine Edge Collective, sometimes we talk about a lot of different topics. And today I am bringing you one of the Bible studies that I hosted on women and money. And the Feminine Edge Collective members have loved this one. This is one that they say they play on repeat again and again. Because in the Feminine Edge Collective, we have an app so you can see the classes on video or I have a private podcast feed for you when you join the Feminine Edge Collective. And so this private podcast feed can be accessed on the podcast apps. They listen, and this is one that they have said they've listened to time and time again. They have not really heard money and women and money in this way from the biblical standpoint because in our kind of near background of life, it really has been modeled that men are the ones taking care of the resources, the finances. But if you really look at a biblical standpoint, God gives us direction on what we should do with our resources. And in our culture, we are told that as women, we're the spenders, we're the one who go to Target, we're the one who frivolously look for the things and things and things to do and to take our money. But when we look at it from a biblical standpoint, God is telling us very clearly how we should have our hands in optimizing our resources. And one of our resources, whether you are a stay-at-home mom or whether you are bringing in more or less of an income than your partner, it's important to have an understanding of the finances and also feel like you are a pivotal part and you play a role in determining how to make that specific resource be used for you. So I hope that you enjoy this Bible study. For some of you, you may not be into this and that's a-okay, but I think the world and different types of biblical um, scriptures have taken the certain verses out of context and given money, resources, finances, a bad rep, and like it's not for the ladies. But I'm here to tell you, that's not biblical truth. Let's roll into it. Welcome to the Living in Sync podcast, where we will talk about the biological blueprint of your cycle and how your hormones impact every area of your life. I'm your host, Joelle, certified nutritionist, mom of two, fitness coach for over a decade, and I want to help you better understand your cycle to work with your body in achieving your goals. I will teach you how to care for your body in a well-rounded and realistic way that caters to your season of life and feel freaking amazing. In every episode, you will get tips, takeaways, and just feel like this is a heart-to-heart chat with a friend. Let's roll into today's episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this Bible study. Wild thought I had this morning as I was woken up in like the the wee hours of the morning, and this just all came to me. And I 
feel like if you go back, you will also find that I start these Bible studies with that. I didn't want to put pressure on it last month. And with this month's class, what's going to be coming is a class. And then I'm going to do an in-depth follicular phase um, private podcast episode for you guys. But with being in late luteal, I haven't had the inspiration and energy. And I really, truly love having the structure so you guys know what to expect. But also it's like, do you want a class for me that just feels forced? This today and doing the Bible study today, I think is just going to be so good and so gold and aligned, especially with um, the timing of everything. So this Bible study um, is going to be kind of paired with a podcast episode on the Living in Sync podcast that comes out May 16th. So you guys are getting this a little early. You are in the know. You guys are my, my peeps. So I tell you everything early, right? And that podcast episode is about wealth, money, and motherhood. And a long time ago, this is probably in like 2020, I was asked to collaborate on a project. The project didn't really come into fruition with anything, but I got to dive into deep. I got to dive in deeply to what God says about money. Like it was really just that perspective of, you know, let's get in the Bible and let's look at what God says about money. And what the world is saying about money and what came to light was just beautiful and i'm i'm sharing it with you today kind of crazy how even things we did years ago kind of come full circle moment um and i think that's all i wanted to preface with so let's kick it off in prayer heavenly father thank you so much for this community of women feminine edge collective is growing and expanding and becoming a really intimate place for us to understand your word, our biology, and have community support in each other. And Lord, I pray you bless us with more members. I pray you bless the members that are in this group. And today as we come together, God, I pray that as we look at your word, you bring forth what it is you want us to know open our hearts minds ears and eyes to your word for your guidance in your name we pray amen so when i was going through this project and looking at like what god says about women and wealth and finances and resources really compared to what the world says is incredibly different, incredibly different. And the first thing that stuck out to me was, and if you're on social media at all, you know, it's like the Amazon addiction, target trips, consumerism all the time. There's jokes about it. I mean, I can even joke about it in myself where we are so involved with the the spending the spending, the spending, the spending, more spending. We need this gadget, that gadget, the other thing. Look at this amazing thing I found on Amazon. Like when I go to Target, Target tells me what I want, right? And you go in for three things and come out with 15. 
that is the message portrayed by the world. And that's often the typical role that women have when it comes to household finances, not the case for everybody. And then in recent times, and Lauren Francois talks about this on the podcast episode and has stats and research, but in recent times, you know, there it wasn't that long ago that women couldn't open a line of credit and women weren't involved in the finances at all. Women didn't um, have the opportunity to get a job if that's what they wanted to do. But it wasn't like that in biblical times, which we'll talk about soon here in a second. The other thing is that the portrayal of that Hollywood portrays of a wealthy woman just being a shrewd, <laughs> you know, the other word for that rude and not able to keep a man and that it's either love or money or if she is a wealthy woman she has no heart and soul and that's not true lauren will talk about that on the episode as well it's a long episode guys that'll be coming out on tuesday may 16th but this one we're going into the biblical aspect of things i think and then also um Lauren talks about in that episode, and I didn't cover it in that episode, but she does talk about how statistically, you know, money, money is seemed as something that will tear people apart. But in statistics, there, you have a 50% more, she said the exact quote, I'm sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. There's a higher percentage of marital and relationship conflict over finances. And I think the enemy definitely uses finances as a tool because the, the enemy and the devil does not want families to be together, be together. The enemy does not want strong family units. The enemy doesn't want you to feel empowered with the resources that you have. I know some of you are going through other situations where you're maybe coming on to your you're stepping onto your own two feet once again with money and i want to just encourage you like the enemy will come at you and use money as a tool to bring on stress to bring on fights to bring on a lot of really awful sabotaging things whether that's for you internally or for your relationships right and then there's also um the within the Christian realm is like, well, we shouldn't put emphasis on money because the money is the root of all evil. And that's taken out of context. When you really dissect it, where that verse comes from, what's the other, like, what's the whole context of it? And the love of money is where I believe people can be steered wrong. Here's my perspective. I think money is great. I have a positive relationship with money as it is a resource. But I don't love it like I love God. Not even close. I don't love it like I love my children. I don't love it like I love my husband. It is definitely way down on the totem pole compared to those things. But I think money is great. And I think money is a great resource. And I have a very neutral but positive relationship with money. And when I was doing that project, I really did find that that was the attitude and energy when the context of 
money, wealth, resources was talked about. So that's kind of all preface and let's actually get into the word. You guys maybe um, know the Proverbs 31 Bible study that I did in here. Was it literally last summer? Isn't that wild? We are going to look at Proverbs 31 once again, and I'm not going to go into context of the whole thing, but remember Proverbs 31 woman is written by a mother telling her son what kind of qualities she wants him to seek in a life partner. So this isn't written in the context of like, it's just with that type of context and knowing it kind of just... It makes me think about it just a tish differently. This is the type of woman that I aspire to be in over my lifetime. And in the context of the 31 woman, you read it and she's like, she does that all in one day, every day, all day, every single day. And it's like, I believe it was written to portray the aspects of a woman in her legacy, right? And she probably has many seasons in her life where some of the things that are talked about in the context of this description, in some seasons, it's emphasized more than others, right? Because when they're talking about her children, children grow, right? Here's, Here's the verses that I want us to look at today in the context of money. It is Proverbs 31, 16 through 18. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She is energetic and strong, a hard worker. She makes her dealings, she makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. So from this text, what it's showing to me is this woman has access to the resources. She is an equal partner in making decisions she makes decisions on her own she has resources and her mindset is long-term legacy and provision because with buying a field and planting a vineyard that's investing in generation after generation after generation she is energetic and strong and a hard worker she makes her sure her dealings are profitable her lamp burns late into the night and if we go back to that context about what our society is portraying about women of wealth with being an Amazon addict, a consumer crazy shopper all of the time, like spend, 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 spend. That doesn't align with what this is is saying to us. How does that hit your heart different? Genuinely, I want, I want to know. And then also with the uh, shrewd, like a wealthy woman is a shrewd. She doesn't have the love. She she has both. Literally, the Proverbs 31 woman has both love and admiration and respect and wealth. You can have both too. We talk about in the podcast episode, wealth doesn't mean you have astronomical amounts of money to pass down to your kids in like years and years and years and years. Wealth is very different to everybody and defining wealth for yourself is kind of where it starts. I'm going to give you a resource that I really recommend if you're like, I got to get my money-ish together, Joelle. Um, I'll talk about that here in a second. But in this Proverbs 31, 16 through 18, what I notice is she has access 
She is resourced. She is educated. She is wise. And she makes a profit. And with the context of all of this, you know, I really do get the vibe and the energy of her and her husband being equal partners. And she is a woman he can trust. She's a woman he can trust to make that type of decision. That just really opened my eyes when I was running through this. And as always, some so you so many of you have such um, beautiful knowledge and context of of biblical. So if at any time you want to chime in, or if I misspeak about what this word is depicting, please chime in. Like, I'm not the Lord. I'm not, I'm not God. So, but this was just something that was brought to my mind and attention. And it really was like, isn't that interesting with what is so normal in society is so far from what what the word tells us crazy but i'm not done i want to look at matthew 25 i'm not going to read all these verses <laughs> as you guys tell reading out loud is not my strength but this is matthew 25 verse 14 through 30 a story that you are maybe familiar with jesus is teaching and tells the parable of loaned money. So this story, you definitely want you to go read the whole thing yourself. So Matthew 25, verse 14 through 30, and it's the parable of loaned money. And it is um, illustrating that we are responsible to use what God has given us. The issue is not how much we have, but how well we use what we have. And in this story, there's a master and three servants and the master entrusts these servants with various amounts. And as you will read, there are wise decisions made and not so wise decision made. And I really wanted to highlight um, 29 that to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. And so I just, I really saw this, and I also just saw, you know, a resource, and money is a resource. It's not the only resource. Like we could do, this type of topic with fill in the blank time skill gifts whatever it is but i'm I'm talking about money right now because as as time and money and like i said i think money is great and it is a resource it's not the only thing i totally understand that in my heart but i do and lauren talks about this a lot in the episode i do believe that we as women we as women should be more involved in that partnership if you do have a partner or you will feel so confident in making your money work for you instead of it just constantly being like it's gone it's gone where to go where to go where to go and the last thing on this parable before we kind of wrap up and i send you to read this is this parable describes the consequences of two attitudes and it's really two attitudes towards Christ's return returns. The person who 
diligently prepares for it by investing his or her time and talents to serve God will be rewarded. The person who has no heart for the work of the kingdom will be punished. God God rewards the faithfulness. And money is a resource that God's giving you in your family, right? Um, so that one, I want you to, to dive into more, but that was another one that as a part of that project, project I re- referenced, referenced, it really stuck out to me. It really stuck out to me and to kind of, um, wrap up and talk to you guys. I love talking slower in these Bible studies because I really try to be mindful of what I'm saying and like feel that connection in case the Lord wants me to talk about anything else. But um, I really think that you'll be empowered when you start taking control of it. And I know that there are financial experts out there that seemingly make or make it seem like if you want to get your finances under control it's going to be like deprivation city no money for anything fun but with a couple people i have learned from with that netflix documentary um how to get rich by ramit and then i kind of went on a rabbit hole i got one of ramit's books off of Kindle Unlimited, and I've been reading it, and he does describe it perfectly of like, when you start taking control of your money, and you're looking at like, what expenses do we cut? What expenses do we keep? It's not about taking all the joy out of your life. It's about understanding, identifying, and being intentional about putting your dollars into the things that you genuinely love, and then drastically cutting the rest of the minutia out. So for example, I'm literally like drinking a coffee today. Dave Ramsey would be like, it's it's not the latte that's making people not become financially sound. You know, maybe you don't resonate with wealthy, but like financially secure. It's not because they're just cutting out all of their lattes it's really understanding and i've brought this hindsight even into shopping where it is being massively aware of the intentionality of what i'm buying and why i'm buying it and i've still been able to enjoy the things that i enjoy spending my money on and then simultaneously being like "Ah, that's that's okay if somebody else wants to spend their in budget for it's not even like budgeting and the that put the intention for that. So I mentioned, you know, if you want something kind of lighthearted, Ramit's um, docu-series on Netflix called How to Get Rich. It's really just kind of an overall good documentary, just kind of making you think about that balance between designing the life that you want and getting your financials under control from a like micro money level, because while there's so many money mindset things going on, you've got to have the practicalness of like what to do with your money, right? And then I recently, and I am not affiliated with this, I'm going to link it, but there, it's not an affiliate link. I don't get, do you guys see how messy my hair is right now? This is why I don't do a lot of my podcasts on video because I'm distracted by the main um, with Brett Johnson's money course. I'm going to look at what it's called. I'll link it for you guys. 
but it is a money course. It's called Money Matters. It's actually affordable. Affordable. He makes it affordable for, you know, it's it's over $100, but you guys, I've seen financial gurus, money mindset people charging thousands of dollars for their courses. And I mean, everybody has the right to price their stuff, but I've followed Shalene and Brett for so long. They have been like my from afar, like cool uncle and aunt throughout my entire decade in business. They are a lot of the reason, you know, investing in Shalene's smart success, marketing impact Academy changed my life. And then when Brett launched this money matters course, which is a financial education course where he this is like for beginners so if you're like i'm a beginner this one's for you (laughs) and um i just trust them i really do because they've lived a life aligned with the similar values that i have of family and relationships and love and that money is a resource and money's great but it's not like it's not idolized because when you idolize money, you don't, you can't serve two gods. And so I like money is not in replace of my God, but just like, I think, just like, I think the clothes in my closet are great. They're resources that I have. And I don't love them. Like I love my kids and my husband and my God. I love, I think money is great but it's like that neutralness, just kind of like clothes, just kind of like all your kids' toys. <laughs> maybe you don't maybe you don't think all your kids' toys are great, but you get my drift. So if you if any of you guys do, because I know likewise we have some very well-versed financial women in this group. If you have any guidance that you would love to give, if any of you ladies of faith will have any insight you want to share, please pop it in the comments or just post it in the group at any time that you have listened to this. And then I'll leave Brett's course linked. I'm not affiliated with it at all. I just, I loved the price of it. You know, I know for some, like something over a hundred dollars is maybe pricier for your budget, but like sell two to three things on Facebook marketplace and reinvest that back into your knowledge and education. Because here's the thing the i'm not good with money i don't understand how to invest i don't know how to blend in and it's not cute anymore like we're not mm -mm, we're not going there sister friend we're not you know what's gonna be what what we're called to do as women is to be in the know and to be educated on it and especially if you want your kids and your family to have be smart with their money it starts with you and then you teaching them this is what i did this is what i did this is what i know and this is how i set you up for it too but it starts with that education piece and well it starts with the the calling the the direction from god and then i really think like if you don't know how to do that in this day i really suggest brett johnson's course or you can start with ramit i know that Dave Ramsey is very much in the church and he has a profound presence, but he kind of used like, he kind of uses like that fear, scarcity, aggressive tactics. And 
that works for a lot of people. And if that would work for you, then go for it. But if you kind of feel like you need a little bit more of like a cool uncle who's like doing really, really well. And you're like, I just want to learn from this cool uncle because his perspective and the way the way he's just straightforward about it has been really great. I have been, I have been going through the course myself and I've been really enjoying it. I'm kind of just at the beginning of it in terms of things, but it is exactly an introduction course. So I just want to pray as we close here. Heavenly Father, thank you so much again for the ladies in this community coming on here and sharing your word is such a gift. It's such it's such a gift. I never I never thought that I'd be teaching your word and and had such a cool amazing group of women to connect with. Lord, I pray that whatever it is that stuck into anybody's heart be amplified by you that you will help guide them in the next and right direction i pray that you bring abundance and more abundance and more abundance onto their family as they become wise stewards of what it is you are giving them and what it is they are setting themselves up for in the future and how they're spending the money and how earning their money and i just pray for more blessings for these amazing ladies. While money is a great tool and a great resource, we know you are the greatest of all. It doesn't even come close to the love and the grace that you have given us. We know that's the ultimate and we thank you for your salvation. In Jesus name, amen. Amen guys. Thank you so much for listening today, my friend. And if you loved this episode, before you go, can you share it with a friend or leave a rating and review? It's a small gesture that means a lot to me and helps the podcast reach even more ladies who are wanting to live in sync in a well-rounded way with their life using their cycle as their guide. If you want to see more of the day-to-day stuff in my life, come on over to my Instagram. It's just my name, Joelle Cease. I will leave anything and everything mentioned in the podcast detailed in the show notes. So don't forget to check those out. Thanks again. And I will catch you next time.